This is Dates with Shin and Riri. Insert intro. Alright, the purpose of this video. Okay, alright, so I had a few questions. Um, in time for Valentine's Day, so it was Valentine's Day, like, what? It's gonna be a few weeks ago now. Um, and I put up a question sticker to be like, hey, ask us anything. I didn't expect much from it, honestly, but we got some really great questions. So we thought we would just make a video out of it instead. Insert intro. Again? <laughs> I'm gonna do an intro just in case that one doesn't work. It felt like these were some bigger questions that couldn't be answered just by typing out short lines on a text piece. Yeah. So we just thought it'd be fun to have a conversation about it and then just share and invite you into how we speak to each other at home <laughs> as much as we want the video to go well. <laughs> Fingers crossed. All right. Question one. Yes. Was being touchy an issue for you both? Not at all. No, it was not. <laughs> it was. Um, yeah, it was. I remember like the first few months that we started dating, we're naturally quite affectionate people. Um, and so we actually had to be sat down by um, my supervisor back then, and he was our pastor. And he's like, hey, you guys, we know that you love each other but it's getting really uncomfortable. And it's, it's not like we were like all over each other, but I guess we were just way too affectionate for the first few months of dating. And it made um, some people uncomfortable. So he had to talk us, talk to us. And so after that we were like, oh, okay. We didn't realize that. And we just um, became a lot less touchy, less PD. In public. In public. Or like in front of our friends. Cause I think that was the first time I learned about sensitivity towards others who may not be in a relationship, yeah. who, who it might be a sore spot for or things like that. Mm -hmm. And you don't realize how you are in front of other people yeah. can also, as much as it's nice and you're just able to um, just freely share your love with mm -hmm. one another, it's so easy to then forget that other people might be kind of just struggling through certain things and yeah. that just triggers certain things. So that was the first time I was very aware of yeah. that. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, just even for us, it was kind of just like, oh, like even for our close friends around us, it's like they're happy for you, but it's okay. You don't need to be super in your face. And it's not like we were doing it to rub anything. It just happened to be happened. how, you know, Rianne and I both express love through touch and um, a lot of just affection and affirmation, mm -hmm. things like that. So sometimes it's just kind of calibrating depending on when there's yeah. people around or, you know, for us, it's just in a private space, you know? So, so yeah, I think oh, being okay. touchy it's, it's fine. could, I mean, it could be an issue, but I wouldn't call it an issue. It's more just kind of just be yeah. sensitive to, to those around you and, and the timing of it all, because it, it might just be also, even then it was like early on in our relationship, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like we're figuring out boundaries, um, mm -hmm. you know, of, of how much is being able to express, you know, affection for one another yeah. while you're still getting to know each other and things mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that answers it. Nice. Nice. It's really warm. <laughs> it is. Sweaty. Is it because of the questions? <laughs> because you're oh. 
so hot. <laughs> Touching. Weird, bro. All right, number two. Well, that that leads us to our next question. How did you set boundaries during the dating period and marriage? Wow. Oh man. Okay, so we started dating like five. Well, how many years now? Five, six years ago, five years ago, we got married in 2019. So we've been married for a year and a half, about a half, yeah, Yeah. now. Um, When we started, like like we said, um, we were really physically affectionate and things like that. And so I remember, I think at one point, we we just had to sit, sit down. Like it was as simple as having a conversation and being like, hey, like we want to honor each other because this was our conviction, right? Like um, we felt that um, you want to honor each other in the dating process in terms of your bodies as well. Um, so we didn't want to go too far, like or far, like physically. So I think at one point we did sign like some sort of contract, <laughs> in a sense where we put down like different pointers of like we're not going to do this we're, we're going to make sure that we don't do this and that and signed it <laughs> i'm just i'm just listening to your don't sharing you from someone who has zero context of who we are <laughs> yeah. what our beliefs and values are and you're just like you sign a contract that's so weird all right maybe you can like copy and paste this like uh, i would set this. context first but yeah, yeah. continue sorry so, I was just so context of it no, no um, you continue sharing well, it I'll, you, I'll you can say the context um Yeah, we just felt like, uh, in terms of our beliefs, um, we're both uh, very strong believers of saving yourself. Well, I can't say that because I screwed up in that area before, because I wasn't always a Christian. That's true. I think understanding, oh, why not? Like, this is is our life, right? Like, how did you set, it's it's almost funny, it's like, how do you set boundaries during dating period and marriage? Your boundaries are dependent on your values. It, oh, that's true. Right? Oh, so, so you can't just be like, oh, we set boundaries. This is how you do it. This is true. our that's conviction true. because for us, it's kind of we we see um, there's like a holiness in being able to protect each other and sex is reserved for the covenant of marriage, right? It's like yeah. So it's kind of just like, you know, for me, I wasn't always a Christian. I never really valued that same sort of like sex to me was just a fun thing to do like it wasn't more than anything it's kind of just like and marriage to me was a piece of paper and i think in that regard on my journey of of when i first encountered jesus and I, i first got to know god it's like I started to get such a different perspective of mm-hmm. what it means to honor one another, um, protect each other's hearts. And I think these things kind of fell into that. And that's why even for me, it was the first time in relationship with, with you. It mm-hmm. was like, I wanted to do these things well and to protect our boundary lines. So that's why we would, you know, things like, especially when we're getting to know each other, it's kind of like no spending time alone for long periods of time in isolated places whether it's our house whether it's you know so it's like whenever Rianne came over my dad was around it wasn't like that's true you know just like isolated and just like open up to just kind of it's tempting you know like you're you're kissing and you're you're hanging out and then you're you're holding hands and we're already naturally physically touchy so it's kind Mm -hmm. of like it's very easy especially if you're like at least for me it's kind of just like oh man like I just 
for the first time, I have to have, I have to exercise a lot of self control, <laughs> you know. And I, you've exercised <laughs> self control all your life oh in that sense. God, so. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting because then um, even that was kind of my struggle in terms of like realizing that saving yourself for marriage is no longer a real modern, it's, it feels like you're such a prude or, you know, like there's several, several accusations that were going in my mind that even my doctor was asking, like I tell him this, like, I didn't realize it was weird until my doctor was like, what? Like are you serious? Like, why would you do that? You know? And I'm like, uh, let's just say religious reasons, <laughs> but that, that, like, why would you, like, why would you say, why would you have never had sex? And, and not that I was ever like perfect, you know? Um, and it was still a struggle in very different ways, but, um, that was something that we actually had to deal with. Maybe this is a bit of a segue where you know coming into our relationship um we actually had this talk even before we started dating you know and when we started dating i was like oh yeah i'm not like i'm not bothered that you've never you know that you've had you know sex before and i'm like i've just saved myself till marriage and stuff and then i realized that deep within i was actually dealing with a lot of like anger like feelings of injustice of like how can i you know, it's like, I've never like thought to pray to God to be like, oh, I hope he's a virgin, you know? Like, A, that's weird. B, it's just like, I always thought, well, I've saved myself for marriage, so God knows that whoever I'm getting married to like holds that conviction too. And then, you know, and then I had to really deal with that in my heart. And um, after that extensive period, I remember like we were talking in Starbucks and I just began crying um, with him because I was like, I really feel all of this, you know, there was a lot of honesty there. Um, but what, what I came out with realizing was even for me, this is humbling to learn. How do I learn? How do I extend grace? You know, how do I extend love? Because I'm not even perfect, you know, and how can we grow in love out of this? And we just began on that journey to, so it was really good. Um, I know that, like we said earlier, I love what you said in terms of like, it really depends on different values. You know, we've had friends who were like, we're never going to kiss until we get married, you know? And we were like, yeah, that's not us. <laughs> yeah. um, but we just we made like sure kisses. like, yeah, we like kisses and that's okay with us. But for some people that's their conviction, you know? And I think the important part is not to judge and condemn. And I've had to learn um, to walk with friends who, you know, who even sex is not fully a sex until marriage is not really a conviction or like, well, that's not realistic. You know, I've had to learn how to, how do I walk with people in grace where, um, their values are so different from ours, you know, and especially coming from an environment, I think where it was like, these are the values and everybody has to like adhere to them. But then you don't realize like, Hey, like, we're human, we're imperfect, we have desires, we have needs. And, and I think that's really, really important even to acknowledge, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also, it's also journeying on in a way that it's not about following these strict religious yeah. rules that have been set upon you. And that's why we're doing it. It's more as you get to grow in your relationship with God, you start to realize these are things that have been placed to protect us 
and to also allow us to experience greater mm -hmm. joy, greater freedom. And, and it set us up really, really well for marriage. And I think that for us now, it's kind of like we have such security in our marriage, mm -hmm. um, in the way that we trust one another, in the way that we relate to one another, because yeah. these things were things that we had difficult conversations over, addressed, um, not did it perfectly, but try to figure out kind of just when things would come up yeah. as to how we would um, address those things. But it's kind of like, yeah. And, and even in, in marriage, it's kind of like the biggest difference, I think, now, because the question is, how did you set up boundaries during dating period in marriage? It's like boundaries in marriage is now, the, the way we see it, marriage is now we're one. There's a security in us being um, committed to one another that is a declared commitment. It's not. It's it's yeah. so different to dating because when you're dating, you're like, yeah, I'm committed. Yeah, I love Rianne, yeah. and and but then there's no other than our words. There's no actual full-on commitment to to that others can actually witness yeah. and say hey these guys chose each other mm -hmm. and so now the boundaries is how do we protect this it's setting boundaries um outside you know it's yeah. like if anything steals time energy yeah. effort capacity outside of our marriage then that becomes the thing that can threaten to um what's the word i guess disrupt and distract from what's important mm -hmm. in, in in um uh investing the love in our marriage for one another as for well sure. and growing in that so i think that's that's oh, my okay. only answer for and setting boundaries in that way because yeah because otherwise for us it's more just we figure out like i don't think i set boundaries against you in terms of <laughs> don't this is my space well <laughs> For you, you, she set boundaries on me with Apex is now her game and I'm Warzone sorry. is going to be my game. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, I think that an important point to make is that boundaries doesn't isn't just exclusive to partners, you know, or like, oh, look at this attractive person, you know, and, and all that stuff. But it's actually like, it, it is that simple and usually overlooked thing as like, well, is work eating up to my marriage? Like, how can I build a strong marriage um, and a strong foundation if work takes up all my time, if mm. other things take up my time, if gaming takes up our time? We've had conversations. <laughs> We've had conversations. And that's the thing, like you always just, I think for us, we realize what works really well for us is having these conversations. And he's so, so much better at it, I would say, like than me, because I'm so used to like, suppressing a lot of those things or just being like it's okay like it doesn't bother me when it really does so i think i've been learning and growing in that area for sure yeah and it's not also a matter of you get it yeah. and then we deal oh, with it and then it's over and then yeah, you move amazing. on it's daily it's yeah. weekly it's monthly and yeah. yeah i mean i even read books about how to have difficult conversations. That's true. Um, and he tells me about them. You know? So. <laughs> and it, but I mean, also, like, I sometimes tell, but it's also kind of Which just... Which is good. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of almost like it's a quiet attempt to coach how maybe we can both yeah. bring language to things that we otherwise don't know how to have conversations about. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just try it without having a conversation. It works great. And sometimes I just do it poorly because just emotionally you're kind of you're yeah. so kind of worked up by certain things so it's there's layers i think there's just layers, layers and layers and layers of stuff
but that's the beauty of marriage where you get to work at it every day yeah and the only time that begins to suck is if one of you stops or if both of you stop it's it you just start giving up and it's just kind of like you settle for whatever and i think this is especially possible because even i guess before we got married we said divorce like we won't mention the D word. Like that's not even an option. That's not. Don't even idea. joke about don't it. Even joke about it. Yeah. Like don't even. And I, I've, <laughs> I've made that not that like, but alluding to that. And I was like, wait, that's that's really that's not good, you know. Mm. Um. And so you're you're kind of like, I feel like it really is like a battlefield, you know, where you are in the trenches together and you are really working hard for your marriage, you know? And I think, um, yeah, it's really good. I always say like, when people ask us like, how's marriage going? Or ask me how marriage is going. I'm like, it's hard, but it's good. (laughs) Everything, like I've just realized there is a whole nother depth to what good actually means. And so, yeah. That's good. All right, next question. Mm -hmm. Any advice for singles looking slash praying for love? Wow, this is a really, I think it's a big question. Yeah, we're no experts. We're no experts. It's not like, we have here tips. If I remember from my single days, what really worked quite well was actually um, being able to hang out with not just other singles, but also married people, you know? Yes, like you do have like, I definitely felt like that struggle of like, Oh, I really want to be married and I want to be in a relationship because look at how happy they are. But actually, I loved being with, um, yeah, even like dating relationships, married people, like people who have significant others and just to hear, like, what are your experiences? What are your stories? And I would ask them all these questions, you know, and just to peer into like the good times and the bad times and, and, and to every time that kind of envy comes up to be like, for me, it was like prayer, just being like, Lord, like I do, you know, want to have a significant other, but I want to give this to you and just really surrender it. Help me, like literally help me. I think I've just, it's still my prayer half the time, like help me do this. <laughs> but um, being with, yeah, being with um, married or dating or engaged couples and seeing their experience, being able to learn from what they've learned um and then for me it was like pursuing still literally pursuing my dreams i think um just doing what i love to do doing like exploring what are things that i can just achieve like i'm a big like goal person like i love achieving things and so i felt like as a single person there were there was so much for me to do for sure and um that just helped me kind of learn a lot more about myself, you know? Um, and I think that's really, really important is to get to know yourself, be able to heal. Um, and so going through even my own issues, because I think, um, somebody once told me, and I just believed it in faith where it was like, well, marriage just magnifies your flaws, you know? And I always thought like, 
okay, I'm going to believe that. And I'm just going to work on my heart because, it, and then now that I get married, I'm like, oh yeah, you're, you're not kidding. Like it is like a magnifying glass. <laughs> also, you can't hide in marriage. You can't hide. So there's no, no point trying to look a certain way no. so that you can trick someone to start liking the version of yourself that you've created that you think the other person wants of yeah. you. I think for me, it's just kind of, as you were sharing, all that to say is more just focus on yourself. Um, yeah. Don't look to be in a relationship thinking that's going to fulfill you. Yeah. I think if at the end of the day, we're all mm -hmm. created for relationships, even if, before you even think, oh, I need a date, just be intentional about being a good friend to yeah. others. Build friendships, whether, and especially if you're thinking about dating, build friendships with girls. And then as you get to... Um, girls I, are men, same gender. <laughs> Yeah, girls, guys, it doesn't matter. Be in a group <laughs> setting, be one-on-one, -on -one, be intentional. If there's someone that yeah. you're particularly attracted to, don't try and beat the bush around it. Just, oh, be, yeah. just be authentically you. And I think yeah. all of us have that underlying sort of spirit that yeah. guides us, that tells you, hey, you're being authentically yourself yeah. or you're being a fraud. Yeah. In a way where if you're like, if you're kind of like being uncomfortable is part of the process, but you can't also go into a situation like say when we were getting to know each other, it's like my intentionality was to pursue Rihanna as a friend. That's true. Ultimately, whether she says yes to being my girlfriend or not was already separate from my idea of why I was going to get to know Rianne. Because at the end of the day, the way I saw it was, if she says no to being my girlfriend, I've made a new friend. That's awesome, right? And even for me, it's kind of just like, at that time, I was just like, I wasn't sure if you were interested in me as much as I would try and figure out in you different ways. You have a really ways. good poker face. Yeah. So now, like, Rianne has zero poker face, so it's, it's very helpful for me as yeah. well. Um, and then in terms of like praying for love, like without being over spiritual about it, it's more just like, like for me, the one prayer I had during that process was God help me be the best possible version for me, for my future wife. Cause then that way, and it's kind of like, you're no longer expecting someone else to fulfill you. You're just trusting that God can help you grow and to be the best possible version of yeah. you. And for us, we continue to grow. It's not like, oh, we got it, we're married, and now yeah. we just give up on life and, and <laughs> do whatever all day and game and whatever, right? <laughs> game. <laughs> but, yeah. And I would say just don't over-spiritualize it. If you're interested in someone, hey, you want to grab a coffee? Yeah. Go meet for a coffee. Yeah. Hey, you want to go for a hike? Hey, you want to just share in each do other's interests? Mm -hmm. Don't be like, oh, my interest sucks. It's dumb or whatever. They won't like me for me. If they don't like you for you, forget Goodness, it. No. <laughs> Not for you. Don't need to try and convince people to like you. Yeah. If they like you for you, that's the person that you yeah. have the best shot with, I that's think. That's true. Yeah. Like, so two things. Be yourself. Don't be weird. And yeah, coffee doesn't mean marriage. <laughs> Was jealousy ever a factor? If not, how did you deal with it? Was jealousy yes, ever it was. It was. We've had to deal with that. I think everyone probably deals with it. Yeah, um, have you well. seen this face? Like, especially without glasses. Even with glasses, you just. Of course, I dealt with it. <laughs> Wait, you dealt with jealousy with me too. I'm so never jealous. 
I have no emotions. Mr. <laughs> emotions are not a thing. Um, especially when we were first dating, I think that like our first few months, first year for sure. Um, when I was like during my period of Facebook stalking, and I'm like, who are these girls with this? During guy? my period, especially. Of I'm, I'm sorry. Can I say? Can I say her name? Who it is? Who you ended up being really good friends with? No. Okay. Never mind. Stop this too. person. I don't know. It was just more me. Yeah. Like I think it's just it came up. Um, I mean, he's a model. You know, he's amazing as a person. So of course, I'm just gonna be like. So nice. Who? <laughs> what? You know, I felt inferior in some ways or be like, oh, he's such a catch, you know, and, and I was like, I didn't feel as attractive, you know, I think especially maybe when I started. <laughs> yeah, like I genuinely felt, felt like, you know, you must know a lot of models who are like hot, you know, and I'm just like chilling, like the girl next door who just is super. Chill. I like the girl next door. Oh. I married her. <laughs> Once. Yeah. How about you? I don't know if I. I think in pockets. I? I think in pockets. I'm sure. Because jealousy can happen in so many different forms. It's not just kind of like, oh, you're with someone. Like it can be. Mm. It's it's usually something that starts in your own mind where you create a picture about something that isn't even happening. You know, like I think I think. We've had arguments of how dream versions of ourselves. Oh, they're like the biggest <laughs> Disappointed the other and we're like, I'm I'm sorry. Sorry stupid dream shin. Everything. Stupid dream we read. <laughs> um but yeah, I think I think more so early on. I think it because you don't know each other yet. That's when true. when you're beginning to get to know someone it's easier to be jealous about tiny little things because yeah. you don't know the circumstances and yeah. and it's the true. character of a person, the yeah. thoughts of of people and, and, and their reasoning behind why they do certain things. And yeah. that can cause or stir up that emotion because it touches against, you know, like, I mean, jealousy is just basically another way of saying you're either hurt or you're, you're angry about something. Right, like it's it, it comes mm. out of a place of like injustice or mm. a little bit, you know, I'm just like, oh, I'm jealous because that person is receiving the attention that I feel like yeah. I deserve as her boyfriend, you know, you know. And for me, right. when I when I was first getting to know Rianne, she had a lot of male friends who are all very great friends, even for yeah, both we're of like us now. Friends. <laughs> like, but you know, I didn't fully understand the dynamics of why that was because she's growing up in an environment and you know you get to know each other's friends and thankfully for us like our circle of friends are fully aware of one another you know mm -hmm. there's no sort of group of friends that are just hers or just mine we're yeah. we're quite, we've always been quite intentional about that yeah. and that's been super helpful i would say yeah. i mean you know even it's not like we have deep friendships with every one of them but it's kind of yeah. like oh there's an awareness there yeah you you share how these people kind of fit into your life and then the rest is like how intentionally you want to pursue it like even even one of my best friends now it's kind of like when oh yeah when sam before even came it's just like oh there's this dude that we're we're talking to we're interviewing for this job back when you were working at church okay and it's like oh she's working with a guy i was like should i be jealous about that <laughs> and I was just like meeting up and this and i'm like they're great 
No. Now it's just like, how can, like, that's the stupidest thought ever because it's just not even a real thought. I've just made yeah. a situation up in my head. That's true. Like, and I think that's and where you can usually, get, yeah. sorry, that's where you can get carried away and, or make sure. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Make sure that even those things, it's like some, sometimes it feels good to get carried away and, and be like, oh yeah, like, and you just make up this whole like drama in your head, you know? And I think it's, it's safe to just even communicate it. You know, yeah. I remember there was a friend and still good friends now where, um, that friend a was kind of weirdly trying to set me up with friend B and then I told him about it. And then he was like, what the heck, you know? And I, I just thought like, first it's kind of funny, but then uh, obviously like nothing happened because I just went in straight in and be like, actually, I'm like getting to know this other guy and he's awesome. He's great, you know? And so, <laughs> but thankfully we're all good friends and, um, and nothing legit. Like I didn't even like this guy. Like I was, there's was no attraction. There was just nothing. Um, but even openly communicating that, you know, and hopefully like it doesn't come from a place of like, look at me, I'm so desirable, you know, but it's just genuinely like, hey, this hopefully. is what happened. <laughs> hopefully it doesn't come hopefully. from like, a small chance it does. There, there is always a chance, right? But I don't know. I've never really met anyone who's like that. So, <laughs> okay. Well, I was going to, I was also going to say, oh, yeah. how did you deal with it? I like what you said is talk about it. Talk about it. Like, mm -hmm. hey, I was like, maybe, and try and talk about it not from a place of blame because it's very, it's easier to just so blame easy. people. It's like, hey, you did this thing. You looked at that girl. Bah, bah, you know, bah, bah, bah. you went out and like, then it's yeah. like, you're not paying attention to me. But if you actually unpack the feeling of hurt or disappointment that you're experiencing in a certain mm -hmm. situation, go, hey, when this thing happened, I felt hurt or like I felt a bit of jealousy come up. You know, I just, I want to talk about it because I think that there's something there. And for us, we're quite, at least more so me, I feel like if you can have difficult conversations about smaller things, you don't have to wait for it to get really big until you're like, okay, we need to have a big conversation. It's like have these small, difficult conversations about smaller things because sometimes it might, you know, for me, I have the tendency to maybe overdo it in a way where it's kind of like I'm having conversations about things that don't need to have conversations. Mm -hmm. So that's something I need to work on. But at the same time, I'd rather have yeah. the, the benefit of the doubt of going that way than leaving something un sort of like dealt with. Yeah. And it just left to simmer and then some 100%. suddenly blows up in like yeah. a way that just doesn't yeah. make sense at the time. And on the other side of that is, um, I think like male, close male and female friendships, you know. Oh, that's the definitely... next question. What are some boundaries that you oh, two yeah. set with meeting up yeah. with others? Because I guess with that too, it's like, you know, there are stories where it's like, oh, he's just my friend. He's just my best friend. He's like my BFF. And then next thing you know, it's like something happens. They're like closer. They're than... like closer than comfortably like you're just comfortable with yeah. so just make sure that these things don't happen i think something that somebody had told me like years ago was like essentially like men and women can't really be friends and that like started this whole ruckus and and i totally believe that's controversial yeah that's controversial even to the person watching this right yeah now. even to the person watching this and 
honestly, like, I didn't, I wasn't like, I agree and I disagree and, and all that stuff. I just like kind of thought about it. And I think there is some wisdom in terms of like, I, I don't personally have like, oh, this is my male best friend. Like we do everything together and things like that. I just like, we, we have good male and female friends, but we make sure again, that whole communication thing of like, hey, like I'm meeting with this person about work or I'm meeting this person just to catch up, you know? Um, and sometimes, yeah, we have one-on-one -on -one, um, time with like either female, like the opposite gender. Um, mm, not so much. Not so much you, I think. Because sometimes you sometimes have to do it with work. I have to do it with work, especially, yeah. yeah. And sometimes that work stuff is really catch up, but then, yeah. Then, then I have the responsibility, or you have the responsibility, whichever, um, to be like, it really is just friendship, it's work, don't think about it, any weird stuff. And it doesn't come up anyway, but, like, you're human, you but know. But if it does come up, I would, like, for example, if I'd start feeling kind of weird about something, I'd oh, just be yeah. like, hey, like, this, what, is, this is how I feel when you yeah. do X, Y, and Z, yeah. or you're meeting up with whoever. And yeah. it's kind of just like, I think I would feel better if you don't meet, yeah. you know, or if and, you don't talk, yeah. you know, because like, I think even for me, it's like mm -hmm. early on in our dating, it's kind of like mm -hmm. I had just sort of resolved even relationships with my ex-girlfriends, yeah. you know, and, and kind of just in this place where we, you know, we tell, we talked about like our past stuff and, and had the opp mm -hmm. opportunity to, to apologize to one another for for past hurts and it's like you're in a place where we can be actually genuinely no feelings yeah. and wow like I can say hi to you and not feel resentment and anger and this that whatever yeah. um and you know if we wanted to we could have continued talking been friends but I I felt like I got to a place in 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 sort of my walk where I feel like I don't think that's wise like it's you know it's, it's not, not like if, if I see you it's like yeah. hi I can still talk and it won't be weird but it's kind of like I'd rather not continue this like conversation as I was getting to know Rianne because then that could then stir up unnecessary like unnecessary. points of hurt and yeah. and it's like if I'm really all about pursuing Rianne and getting to a place where we can be each other's best friend then I wouldn't want to place someone else as more important than yeah. Marion and, and vice versa, hopefully, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah. but that 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 journey starts in different places for different yeah. people. 100%. It's just, it's humbling that you have to realize that's a choice you have to make when you're pursuing nice. someone. Because sometimes someone, some, you know, you'd be in situations that I'm sure even in the past, I was that guy who was like, of course you can be friends with girls. Yeah, for sure. You know, and then not realizing while you're dating and you're friends with all these other girls and then you know your girlfriend at the time can only express so much verbally and then you know it's kind of like if if you haven't developed the the ability to communicate well then it's, you kind of do the best that you can so that externally you guys are okay and that's not a relationship that's just you're almost doing a relationship performance for other people I, I don't mean to down like to make past relationships sound bad because like, mm -hmm. they weren't there you know everyone you know that, that you good. every relationship that you enter into mm -hmm. most of us enter it with mm -hmm. the at least like with the full hope that it would be the best 
relationship, right? But you're growing through each one. So each one would would have taught me at least like, okay, these are things that I had completely overlooked as important because I was more focused on how I felt, my own feelings, my own needs and all this stuff. And when you're in a relationship, it's not about just you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the thing that that for us, yeah, yeah, thankfully, I, you know, like, yeah. And with that too, it's like, <laughs> and with that too, I think it's important to note that it's not a form of control. You know, um, I know that again on the opposite side, <laughs> blink twice <laughs> if, if there are um, on the other, you know, really on the on the very. Uh, <laughs> On the other extreme of the spectrum, you could just be like, no, hanging out with everybody and, you know, and that's like a form of control. Like, yes, like you have a responsibility to each other and you have the right and, and again, the responsibility to honor each other. But I would say that control does come from an unhealthy place, you know, then I would say that's a whole nother, you know, that's a whole different story because I think it's healthy to have you know, friendships and different, you have different genders, you have different um, uh, backgrounds, experiences, and and things like that. And you just learn so much, you know, and so I don't think that you should eliminate (laughs) that completely. Um, That's not what we're saying. Um, Yeah. But anyway. Nice. Um, so did we answer that question? What are some boundaries that you two set up with meaning that? Um, I think we, we talked about the... I think no. we have this amazing ability to take your questions and answer a question that we want to answer. Or like a, a concept. I think con- okay. conceptually, like this is our principle, but I think practical ways that we set boundaries is number one, tell this each be, other. This can also be read differently. What are some boundaries that you two set up with meeting other people? But I think it just means like do, like um, opposite genders and things like That's that. That's assumed assumptions of genders, Okay, so practically speaking, I think number one, talk about it. You know, tell your significant other like, hey, I'm going to do this, 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 and be accountable. Be transparent about it. Don't be weird. The moment you start being weird, you know there's something wrong. If you feel like you gotta hide something mm-hmm. in what you're sharing, that's probably a good indication that you need to mm-hmm. talk about it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number two. Follow number one. Time. <laughs> I think setting a time is good. You know, like you're not gonna talk for four or five hours. Oh yeah. Make sure you're both One, two, three. at that <laughs> headspace to have these conversations. Don't just ambush each other during the day. <laughs> hey, we're gonna talk about this because that's how yeah, yeah, yeah. the fight about the fight happens and then <laughs> at the end of the day you're now no longer fighting about this thing that yes. really started it. Yeah. Um Cool. I think cool. we can move on. Yes. Alright. Finally, what has been some of the biggest challenges during marriage? Each other. <laughs> It's true. Like, I'm a big challenge to you. You're a big challenge to me. It's because you're learning how to live with each other. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, but in terms of the detail of I that. I thought it was perfect. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble, buddy. It's okay. Continue. Communication. I think communicating when everything is great is obviously not a problem. But when it's hard and emotions are high or things are being triggered... 
um, then yeah, that's really difficult. I think especially for me, like I have a very hard time really communicating what I need, what I would like, um, and how I would like him to not necessarily change, but it's like, hey, can you stop? When, when you do this, this is how I feel. Like that is actually really hard for me to do. I think that's a little bit easier for you. Um, but his challenge is probably also that it's like, because I react that way, it makes him feel. <laughs> my like, biggest, What's the point, bro? My biggest challenge is wanting to have conversations, but the way I ask <laughs> questions trigger her and Rianne, so we yeah. no longer can have the conversation about the thing that hurt me. But the thing that hurt me now hurts her because <laughs> I was bringing it up. <laughs> and it becomes a weird lose-lose situation. But, yeah. but we work through it. We, we don't just stop. Because yeah. I think then it's easy for me to just be so sad that it's like, oh, now I've hurt you by yeah. bringing up the thing that I felt like you hurt me by. And it's not like huge things, but it's kind of like little things can come up because we're human. It's yeah. not like, and we don't have everything 100% down, but this is just more sharing what what we go through because it's not like i want him to be like well shut up now i like i think that's how you have like super passive guys sometimes where it's like okay fine i won't say anything then you retreat into a cave but actually there's a reason like, for that though like but that's, that's that happens another. because yeah. there's past experience of that's you're true. trying to express something mm -hmm. and you've been shut down multiply so it's kind yeah. of like your voice doesn't matter and thank yeah i feel like that's where it's kind of like we we've had a long enough period of getting mm -hmm. to know each other and dating understanding each other's communication mm -hmm. styles knowing that we mean well um and just at times it's kind of like if if it doesn't work out then i feel like only now in marriage we've we now no longer have breaks from each other like you can't just go home at the end of the day if something's <laughs> hurt you you're you're living together so so you have you either go to bed angry, which sucks. Mm -hmm. no, don't I, recommend it. Hundred percent, no. Or you deal with it by giving each other the space, time that you need. Mm -hmm. What I feel like has been helpful is saying, okay, you don't have capacity. I know sometimes Rianne, if she reacts a certain way to mm -hmm. something that I've brought up, she'll need a bit of time to get back to a headspace yeah. to then have the conversation. Yeah. And when I don't respect that time, it becomes worse. It becomes worse. It becomes worse. And then, yeah, the rest is just adjusting to each other's living habits, um, working yeah. habits. The biggest and first thing that really <laughs> bothered me was the number of times the shower drain would be blocked with huge clunks of hair. I did not know girl sheds so much <laughs> hair i'm surprised that she still has it's hair true. On her head. <laughs> i hope it's just that mm. i'm not balding <laughs> be a hot bald lady <laughs> yes, yes. Mm. let's let's pray that doesn't happen though mm. but, yeah shine your head no <laughs> <laughs> mm, no okay yeah anything else to add what um, okay, how long did you date before you were official we oh. we should probably tell our story do we need to? It's okay. Just no, no, not now. It's just, just watch. It's just a lot. Don't worry. Uh, we dated for who? Where's that question? Number three. Oh, I skipped that. My I bad. That. Four. Oh, that was gonna be such a good wrap up to the video. Okay, how, how long did we did date you? before official? Three and a half months. The end. Mm. 
Oh yeah, three and a half months. Yes. Um, we started getting to know each other April. About a month and a half in, I was clear about my intention that I was interested in Rianne. Yes. Which is very weird for me to verbalize because in the past, my past relationships had been just like, oh, it's obvious we like each other, right? Oh yeah, we're dating, right? Yeah. You don't need to put a label to it, right? We're just boyfriend and girlfriend magically, right? It's just kind of like, no, that's confusing. It's confusing. Don't you know? be confusing. Um, but for us, it was like, yeah, we were just, I was being very intentional about pursuing Rianne as yeah. a, a friend. And, and I think that's where the whole big picture mm -hmm. of our story, which will be told at another time, <laughs> yeah. will make it uh, make a lot more yes. sense. But yeah. Thank you for watching. Thanks for the questions. Hope this is yes. helpful and at the very least entertaining for you guys who know us. If you don't know us, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Get to know us by watching more videos. Follow Mary and Philosoba on Follow Instagram. Kawasaki. She interrupts. Spoke over. Did you see that? She spoke over me. Didn't get to finish. I am very excited. Saying. So yes, follow Shinkawasaki as well. Like and subscribe. And uh, yeah, if you want to see more dates and dates with Shin and Riri, let us know. Uh, we'll do more. If not, we'll stay in our lane. Cue outro. <laughs> What's your outro? Uh, walk off set. <laughs>